All right, we're going to pivot now to talk a little about city council races. There were city council races in all of the districts here in the city of Detroit, as well as for the at-large seats. Joining us now is one of the candidates who was in one of the closest races in those city council races. Uh, Raquel uh, Castaneda-Lopez is the current council person for District 6. She won again last night over Tyrone Carter, uh, someone who's run for that seat before and who made a pretty valiant effort to unseat her. Raquel, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about that race. Uh, th- that was a pretty tight race as well. Uh, Tyrone Carter, I think, made a lot of of efforts to, to, to get people in that district to think a little differently about their representation. Uh, he came up short. Tell me why you think he was he was unsuccessful why, and why you were successful in, uh, in fending him off. Uh, I think I would phrase it a little bit differently. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I think that we won ultimately because we were honest and we told the truth. Mm-hmm. And my track record over the last four years speaks for itself. Um, the campaign that he ran really was based on lies and a smear campaign. I mean, that, in my understanding, in the city's history of council races was one of the most heavily funded council. Uh, my opponent was one of the most heavily funded people getting $60,000 from um, a company subsidiary of an ambassador bridge company, mm-hmm. or close to 25000 from industry, and huge support from the union. And we, I ran on my track record, never sent out an attack mailer, and literally for the past six weeks, my family has been harassed. We have received over 10 attack mailers attacking, uh, again, not just me and my family, but also uh, and my house and my track record. So it has been a brutal race, and I am so happy it's done. And I think the residents of District 6 um, spoke, uh, despite it being close, uh, and really wanted us back in office because of all we've done to fight for District 6 in the city of Detroit. Yeah. Uh, when I think about you uh, as the council person down there, and I think about that district, and of course, we're just coming off the first four years of district representation here in the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're one of the people who has learned maybe the most in in that role and, and pivoted enough a number of times to try to figure out, I mean, it is it is different to represent a, an area of the city than it is to represent the city at large. And Southwest Detroit is, you know, a large area with a diverse population, with a number of different neighborhoods with different needs. I feel like you have been uh, more, I guess, more adroit maybe than than some of the other council members at really trying to figure out how that works and changing the way you're approaching things. Uh, in order to make sure that you are representing everybody. Sure. And I would just clarify, a lot of times people just say Southwest Detroit, but I represent District 6, which covers downtown all the way to the that's, borders. That's also true. Yes. Park River, which, that's right. And people often say that, I think partially because of where I live and what I look like and what my name sounds like. <laughs> but I really want to emphasize that I represent all of District 6 sure, in the city sure. as a whole. Yeah. And yes, I mean, I think anyone, I don't care how much experience you have, when you enter this role, uh, there's a role of service, and you should always be pushing yourself to do better and to learn more to serve the residents in the city of Detroit. And so over the last four years, whether it was conferences or online classes or community meetings, I mean, we really hit the streets 
uh, and hit the book, so to speak, to make sure that we were learning as much as we could about the communities to constantly be changing and adapting because you, I don't think any person can enter this position assuming they know everything despite how many years of experience they have. And the other thing is it's a dynamic environment, so things are always changing and you can't just have a stagnant kind of um, one one type of approach to uh, to problems, especially not in District 6, which is the largest and one of the most diverse, well, the most diverse in the city. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I also want to ask you about... Tyrone Carter, the, the the challenger, and the area that he mm-hmm. comes from and represents, uh, 48217 is the way I have always referred to it, and I think other people do too, sure. but it's really the, 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 the sort of dog-like uh, part of the city, the the, the the part that juts we out. We call it the Florida. The the, the Florida, Florida, yeah, that's a good <laughs> that's a good uh, that's a good image too. Um, he made a lot of the fact that he believed that that area of the city is not not well represented by you, by uh, the administration, and that he wanted to do better by that. How, how, how do you answer that charge and how do you answer it over the next four years? Sure. So I am the, I walked this district three times every single street. I was just door knocking for 18.7 back in July. I mean, again, I think our track record speaks to itself in that in 2014, there was no hard to hit funds going towards that community nor towards 48204. Um, two neighborhoods that have some of the highest concentrations of blight. We are able to push to make sure harder tip funds were extended to those areas. I mean, I'm the only office in terms of the city office that actually has a regular office in the neighborhood through my mobile office that we're there twice a month. Um, I think a lot of the undertones of the conversation that we maybe shy away from talking about are very racialized. Yes. And it's district, district 6 being incredibly diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you how many times I walk the streets where I would hear um, racial slurs against me as being a Latina or racial slurs against the African-American community from other groups or racial mm-hmm. slurs against the Caucasian community. So in that way, I think a lot of the undertones of some of the attack pieces were kind of, and we've heard this before, right? You are Latina. You don't represent black people. Right. Right. And we work very, very hard to counter that uh, because I know what it feels like to be left out and I know what it feels like to be marginalized and to be um, forgotten about simply because of where you live or what you look like. And that is why I ultimately decided to go into social work and why I decided to pursue this position on city council again. And so are we, I think racism and classism is still very much at the forefront. After this election, I totally understand even more why Donald Trump won. Um, And although (laughs) the players are maybe different at the local level, you still see those same type of class and race divides and geographic divides in the city, especially in District 6. And that's why I think it was such a contested race. Um, But again, I remain committed to to making sure that everyone has access to resources and services, to fighting for every per- everyone at the table, regardless of what they look like, where they come from, what zip code they live in, um, and what their housing may be. Yeah. Okay, Raquel Castaneda-Lopez, City Councilwoman for District 6 here in the city of Detroit. Thanks very much for being here on Detroit Today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. All right, up next, we're going to catch up with some of the other races around the region. We're going to talk with the mayor of Hamtramck, also won re-election in a pretty contested race. Stay with us and stay with us on the phones, 313-577-1019. We'll be right back on Detroit Today.